What's up, what's up, everybody? You're tuned in to the new Del C show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. This is actually the show before the show. Because you know today I'm going to do a, a big show. We're recording artists, model, etc. Um, the Arabian, Arabian Queen. And um, so, I'm just going to, first of all, thank the listeners as always going to be a quick show it's not going to be a long show um apparently you know I'm going to talk a little bit about obviously Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith and also the whole Tupac situation nothing on the Middle East I'm not going to talk about Israel right now in um, Mars or where where ever I would just say um, Pakistan or wherever. That's what I'll say. But um, I need to look more into that situation because it's very crazy. But um, today is October 20th, 2023. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little clip. You know, I seen a little something today where well it was yesterday where Will Smith was kind of responding to this but showing his wife love. I I, I don't know what it's like, but on everything that she said, which I feel that not everything needs to be talked about public. Some things need to be kept to yourself. And some people don't understand. One person doesn't understand why people are upset with Jada. The reason why I'm upset with her is because it's not just about her. She's dragging her husband in this and, and making, you know, just making him look bad he is the man in the uh in this in this relationship and she is making him look bad but she's actually making herself look bad because a lot of people are are defending um will smith not saying that people are not defending jada me personally i think that you know some things are meant to be kept you know behind closed doors like when you talk about a marriage and you talk about things like that that should be between you know the husband and wife or whatever they're going through now supposedly she was going to get divorced they separated whatever but there's a lot of things that you know and she's saying that they they got better after this situation with Chris Rock at the at the um Oscars but she's also said a lot of other things, you know, which I cannot understand, you know, so, we're going to get into that, but, um, yeah, let me, matter of fact, let me get into what 
Will Smith said, but there was something else where he was talking with her. Family was there, whatever. He approved her doing the book, congratulated her. I've seen, because I'm following both of them on Instagram. That's why I'm trying not to really talk on Instagram like that because they don't need to, you know, see that like that. But they're going to see it. If they listen to the show, they're going to probably hear it. But, you know, because this is for the public. But anyways, let me. It's an interview. Will Smith, the famous actor we all know and love, decided to respond. He didn't talk to a big TV station or write a long post on social media. Instead, he went live on Instagram to share his feelings with his fans. With a serious look on his face, he said, I watched the latest interview Jada did, and all I have to say is karma will get back at you for doing this to me. In a story about what happened at the 2022 Oscars, everyone is talking about Jada Pinkett Smith's surprise when Will Smith called her wife during an intense moment with the funny guy Chris Rock. It all started when Chris made a joke about Jada, comparing her to a character from a movie G.I. Jane because of her alopecia, a condition where you lose your hair. Even though the joke was meant to be light, it made Will really mad, and he walked up to the stage and slapped Chris, telling him to never talk about his wife like that again. After that happened, Jada felt a lot of different emotions. She was shocked by Will's reaction, but she was also surprised to hear him call her wife. Jada shared... I can't believe it because remember, we haven't used those words in forever. That's because even though they're not divorced, they've been doing their own thing since 2016. Hearing Will call her wife during all that craziness at the Oscars was something Jada wasn't ready for. People couldn't stop talking about what happened, and it made them look closer at Jada and Will's relationship. It's not like most marriages. They've done things their own way for a long time. Even though they were at the Oscars together with their family, they don't really think of themselves as husband and wife anymore. So when Will called Jada his wife in front of everybody, it was a big deal. It showed that their relationship has changed a lot, but also that they still care about each other. The Oscars incident started conversations about what jokes are okay to make and gave people a look into Jada and Will's private life. They've been through a lot together and their stories about love, understanding, and not always doing things the traditional way. They've been figuring out who they are, both together and apart. All the drama at the Oscars showed how hard it can be to be famous. Even at an event that's supposed to be about celebrating great movies, stars like Jada and Will can feel really exposed and vulnerable. When Will called Jada his wife, it wasn't just a word. It was a really emotional moment that happened because of a not-so-nice joke. For Jada, hearing that word made her think a lot about their special but not-so-ordinary marriage. Even though they haven't used those words in a long time, in that unexpected moment, everyone saw the deep connection they still have. The situation that happened at the Oscars led to lots of conversations about Will and Jada's relationship. People started talking about what it means to be married, the titles of husband and wife, and how stars like them deal with being in the public eye all the time. This event made people think more deeply about personal space, respect, and the meaning of marriage labels in today's world. It also started talks about the challenges and changes in personal relationships when you're always in the spotlight. People wondered how being famous can affect who you are privately and who the world thinks you are. A simple word like wife can mean so much more. Holding within it years of being together, facing difficulties, and understanding each other. The Oscars moment gave us a sneak peek into Will and Jada's marriage journey. They didn't follow the usual path. Instead, they've been discovering themselves, growing, 
and keeping their bonds strong. Even with ups and downs and being in the public eye, they're showing the world a different way to think about marriage. This surprising moment at the Oscars showed us the many sides of relationships, especially for famous people. The word wife stood out and made people think deeply about lasting relationships. Hmm. Now that was just one of many uh, videos of about Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith. Um, and and I, as I say, marriage is not easy. I've been married twice. Okay, I can tell you. I can tell you. People that haven't been married cannot give any advice or anything on that. Only the ones that were and are. It is not easy. You got to be strong. You cannot, you know, just get up and leave. And just, you know, unless it's a situation, a matter of life and death. But if it's not and you can work it out, you work it out. You don't need to impress anybody. This is your life. No one else's. And so, if Will Smith wants to stay with Jada Pickett, some people think that he should divorce her and move on with his life. But he loves this woman. He loves this woman. me there um, went into deep thought plus I'm tired as usual I told you I wasn't going to stay that long on here so I'm not I'm going to move on to the Tupac situation Keefy D, Puffy, everybody that's involved but I even got a clip of Jada speaking on um, that situation denies that it was hurtful it, it, extremely hurtful there were so many rumors i told you i told you you can't trust him puffy done killed tupac man in this way 50 cent is making fun of puff daddy and he wrote the following in a post hashtag no puffy juice he killed your favorite rapper this is his reaction to the release of a documentary called murder rap inside the biggie and tupac murders in the documentary, it is claimed that Puff Daddy gave Crips gang member Keefe D $1 million to kill Tupac and Suge Knight, who was recently arrested. And these are Eminem's lines from the Kill Shot track. Joe Budden recounted how Puffy reacted to it. Puff said it's in his hands, and he said I can say it. Uh, and, and that's the end of that. Have fun with that one. He said, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing to say about it. It's in my hands. Even Suge Knight gets angry at people who think that he killed Tupac. But... That's Puffy can give him a mother star and every rat in the world said he didn't want to kill Tupac. Yeah. Or had him shot. 
And now, after the arrest of Keefe D, who said the Puff Daddy offered him a million bucks to murder Tupac, many raised the question, will Puff Daddy face charges? Let's look into what exactly happened between Pac and Puff Daddy. At the beginning, they were good friends. This could be understood from one particular moment. When Biggie prepared his album, Ready to Die, Biggie worried he could miss his shot, considering that the new label he was signed to, Bad Boy, owned by his manager Sean Puffy Combs, hadn't taken off yet. Things weren't happening for him quickly enough, he complained. He asked Tupac to take over as his manager, in hopes Tupac could advance his music and film career as rapidly as he'd done his own. Tupac rejected the offer and told him that he has to be in Bad Boy Records and that Puff Daddy will make him a star. Biggie and Tupac were street buddies. Biggie called Tupac Duke. Tupac called Biggie Christopher. But all good things eventually come to an end. Tupac was one day in New York, heading to Quad Recording Studios. Tupac got contacted by Jimmy Henchman, a known associate of Haitian Jack, to appear on a Little Sean song, an artist he represented. And that very night, Big was in the studio with Junior Mafia. They were working on the song Player's Anthem. Lil Cease was smoking on the balcony when he spotted Tupac. After that, he returned to the studio where he told Biggie that he saw their friend. Biggie said that they should invite him over. He went to meet up with Pac, and when he went downstairs, he saw Tupac with his friends lying on the ground. Two robbers aimed weapons at them and told them to go back into the elevator. They went upstairs, and Lil Cease told Biggie that they were robbed. When they returned, he was lying there covered in blood. Tupac said the crew looked surprised and guilty, but Puffy claimed they showed him nothing but love and concern. He blamed the robbery on Jimmy Henchman, Haitian Jack, and of course, Puffy and Biggie. Pac was disappointed that he was set up by his own friend. Trust nobody after dog. You know what I mean? Straight up. My closest friends did me in. My closest friends, my homies, people who I done took care of their whole family. I done took care of everything for them, looked out for them, put them in the game, everything. Turned on yeah, asked my man if he could roll on my blunt. You know what I'm saying? We asked him if he's all right. He's like, yeah, I'm all right. I don't know what's going on. And we just there trying to comfort him. Andre, Harrell, went and made sure he called, was calling the ambulance. In an interview for Vibe magazine, Puffy said, Why would I set a guy up to get shot, says Puffy. If I'm going to set a guy up, which I would never do, I ain't going to be in the country. I'm going to be in Bolivia somewhere. He ain't mad at the brothers that shot him. He knows where they're at. He knows who shot him. If you ask him, he knows, and everybody in the street knows, and he's not stepping to them because he knows that he's not going to get away with that shit. To me, that's some real sucker shit. Be mad at everybody, man. Don't be using brothers as scapegoats. We know that he's a nice guy from New York. All shit aside, Tupac is a nice, good-hearted guy. This song only worsened the relationship between Biggie and Pac. And of course, it involves Puffy. Everybody in the world know that record was done way before that, so definitely wasn't about Tupac in the quad situation. According to Napoleon from Outlaws, releasing Who Shot Ya at a Bad Time was Puffy's decision to respond at Pac for accusing Bad Boy Records for his attempted murder in New York. Even though it can take people's lives, or lose, people might lose lives, but I'm gonna get rich. Put it out. Your label dropped a song, Who Shot Ya? Who the fuck is supposed to be about, bruh? Keep it a buck. Next, there was the scandalous Source Awards, when Suge flew out to pay Tupac a visit, who was at the time already in prison. It was then that Pac told Suge, I need you to ride with me because I'm going to destroy Bad Boy Records. I believe they had something to do with me getting shot. 
between me and him, and only he knows. So every time we say it ain't happy, you know, that's the only thing that makes this become an issue to everybody. Because I read, I, I, you seen what I said in the Vine article. I basically bowed out and was going to go ahead about my life. After when Pac was released from prison, he released the track Ambitions as a Rider, in which he claimed that when he was in prison, he was receiving letters requesting him to cover up the beef with Bad Boy Records. However, he was thirsty for revenge. Next, a fight took place in Atlanta between Death Row and Bad Boy Records, in which Suge Knight's friend Big Jake was killed. The media actively reported that the killer is someone from Puff Daddy's circle. When Puffy was asked about this incident in an interview, he sucked his teeth in frustration. Here's what happens, he said. I went to Atlanta with my son. At that time, there wasn't really no drama. I didn't even have bodyguards. So that's a lie that I did. I left the club and I'm waiting for my limo, talking to girls. I don't see Suge go into the club. We don't make any contact or nothing like that. He gets into a beef in the club with some brothers. I knew the majority of the club, but I don't know who he got into the beef with, what it was over, or nothing like that. All I heard the words of the ex-bodyguard of Bad Boy Records, Puffy requested that it doesn't get released. So Puffy, he did hear that Tupac interview. Why would you try to stop something if you ain't heard it? Why would you try to stop something if you didn't hear it? Angie Martinez herself admitted in an interview that Biggie and Puffy were angry with her. They upset with you. You're from New York, the voice of New York. You going they out didn't love it. to be Tupac. Huh? No, they didn't, they didn't love it. Yeah, they didn't love it. It took me and Big a minute. I'm so happy that we got to a better place after because Big Big didn't love it. He never told me, but somebody else told me. Tupac made the decision to write his legendary diss track, Hit Him Up, in which he said this phrase at the end of the track. Now you tell me who won. I see them, they run. Here, Pac recalls the Soul Train Awards, which took place in 1996. This was the first meeting between Tupac and Biggie after Tupac survived the robbery. Pac won the award for Best Album of the Year, but he was unable to pick up his award as the organizers of the event feared there would be a clash with Bad Boy Records. As Suge Knight says, him and Tupac had a plan to run on stage when Biggie shows up on stage. I want to give a shout out to my management, Puff Daddy, the whole label, Arista. Pac saw Biggie, got out of his car. When he was alive, we was hearing that's the reason why they tried to snatch that chain. Is because they it was a bounty on the chain saying if you snatch the chain, bring it back to us, we will give this amount of money. Overthrow the government y'all got right now, which is bad boy and Nas and all that bullshit, and we will bring a new government here that will feed every person in New York. Further, after the Mike Tyson fight, one of the people from Death Row's side who took part in that fight at the mall saw Orlando and told Pac about it. Pac, without hesitating, went after him to revenge his comrade. A few hours later, Pac was murdered. Later, in Tupac's post-mortem album, The Don Caluminati, The Seven Day Theory, in the Against All Odds track, he went after Puffy once again. Let's be honest, you were punk or you would see me with gloves. Remember that shit you said to vibe about me being in the dub? Here, Pac talks about an interview where Puffy said, I hope that his thug life shit is really over. But on the real, if you gonna be a motherfucking thug, you gots to live and die a thug. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no jumping in and out of thugism. If that's what you choose to do, you gots to go out like that. I ain't no thug. Only thugs I know is dead or in jail. Or about to be. 
After his death, there was one more moment that took place that will surprise you. According to Deal, Diddy was at an awards ceremony where he thought he had a chance to win Producer of the Year. Shortly before the ceremony started, he said Diddy took one of the pictures on their table and peed in it. Kidada Jones, Quincy Jones's daughter and Tupac's love interest at the time, soon wandered over to Diddy's table, struck up a conversation during which she nearly drank the urine in the pitcher. She allegedly invited him to a party. Did Puffy see her about to drink out that bottle, yo? He wasn't trying to stop her? Entertain nonsense, my brother. What do you think about the conflict between Pac and Puffy? And will Puffy be charged with the murder? Let us know in the comments. See you Okay, that's an awful lot. Awful lot. Um, let's go to see what Jada says about Tupac in, in you know, his murder. There has finally been an arrest in the murder. Does that does that bring you any kind of relief, or is it just more fury? And what how what's your reaction to that? I had a tough day that day. You know, um, I felt like um, sure, okay. Uh, They've arrested someone that was in the car. This person has been saying that they were in the car that night. I want to know who called the hit. That will bring me peace. There has finally been... I'm not going to confirm today, Your Honor, but I'm going to ask the court for two weeks to continue the arraignment and for confirmation of counsel. Okay. Um, state your so there you have it that was the very quick hearing for Keefe D whose real name is Dwayne Davis welcome back to law and crime everyone our focus right now is what's happening out in Las Vegas for that arraignment for Dwayne Keefe Davis it was delayed once again and this of course for the 1996 death of rapper Tupac Shakur law and crimes Anjanette Levy is there and has more for us now Anjanette the arraignment delayed once again as I just mentioned what was Keefe D's demeanor like in court today well, Michelle, you know, he walked in. He looked very serious. I mean, this is a guy who's been in Vegas, in the Vegas area, I should say, for many, many years. He's granted interviews. We're used to seeing him in, you know, nice clothes. But this was a different PPD than we've seen on YouTube and in the Death Row Chronicles uh, on BET. He's wearing a jail jumpsuit. He's got his wrist shackled at his waist. He looked very serious, very concerned. Uh, this is not a laughing matter. It's, it's no joke. Well, 
<laughs> no, it's not a laughing matter. It's 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 never been a laughing matter. But he was laughing when he said Tupac looked like he wanted to break dance or whatever when he was shooting at him or whoever was shooting at him in the car that ultimately ended his life. So yeah, Keefy D, you told on yourself. You should have kept your mouth shut. You went to Vlad. You went anywhere where people would listen. You're in your damn mouth. So this is karma. This is karma for him. Who knows what's going to happen that he's going to be charged with. So there you got it. You got the thing on what Jada thing. Oh, this is way more, way more. Trust me. Um, and the Saturday, Saturday show, I'll be, t- I'll, you know, I'll be talking about that. But right now, I'm about to uh, end this show because, as I told you, I got the big show coming out. So as always, y'all, as I say at the end of the show, stay blessed, stay positive. Remember to always let your loved ones know you love them. Because tomorrow's no promise to no man, woman, or job. On that note, I want to say peace out.
Shake all night 